Welcome to the Hottest Party on TV podcast. I'm your host, music writer and pop culture enthusiast, Jerome Graham. You're going to love this week's episode of the podcast. I got the opportunity to chat with Club MTV dancer Ronnie Davidson. He was on the show pretty much since the beginning. I think he may have joined after the first set of tapings had already happened, but he'll fill you in on more about that later. Ronnie stayed with the show until it came to an end in 1992, and he became really important to the show, not just because he's an incredible dancer with great style, which is absolutely true, but because he had a knack for choreography and would wind up choreographing some of the routines that the Club MTV dancers performed on the show and out on the road as part of the college tours that they did. You'll hear more about all of that how his path crossed with J-Lo and the late Michael K. Williams in the dance world, and so much more. So let's get into my chat with Ronnie Davidson. Hey, Jerome. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Oh, oh my goodness. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, brother, man. It's good to finally talk to you and I just can't believe it you know it's kind of weird yeah all right so this this should be fun yeah oh it's gonna be fun I'm really happy to talk to you about Club MTV I mean was a big part of my life and I just want to start by thanking you I'm serious man what you're doing is just amazing and you know I'm singing for all the dancers out there. We thank you. I'm telling you. So uh, <laughs> I'm honored to talk to you, uh, dude. I'm I'm the one honored, man. That's so cool. <laughs> okay, cool, man. All right, so uh, let's start things off. What years did you dance on Club MTV? Okay, I danced from 1987 to the end, 1992. I was on there. I didn't make the first um, round of tapings. I came, the tapings right after the pilot and the the first run. And that's an interesting story. I wanted to tell you about that. It's kind of funny though. (laughs) Oh, cool, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, that, as a kid, I was inspired by the, the arts. I mean, I loved watching Zoom and the film Fame and the TV show Fame. I grew up on Soul Train and American Bandstand and anything that had to do with the arts or music, I loved and I watched it religiously. So that year before Club MTV started, I started to kind of branch out and try to work on my acting career and everything. And a photographer um, took some shots of me and he said to me, you know, we're doing a film and we you know, we know that you dance. We'd like to maybe do a little feature on you in the film. There's no lines, but, you know, we, we'd like to watch film you dancing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I was down. I was, you know, excited. Hell, I'm going to be in a film. But like, wow, that's great. <laughs> so we did this shoot in Central Park, and I wore my fabulous windbreaker, b-boy outfit, you know, did some pop-in and locking and gliding. <laughs> and then, yeah, right? And then... um. After they shot me, I walk over to the lead actress, 
and um, I introduced myself. She was pretty, blonde hair. She was sitting on one of the benches, and I said, hi, my name is Ronnie. And, um, nice to meet you. And it was Camille. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Camille, man. And I was like, she was like, oh, you, you were so great. And I said, well, I hope this comes out, and, you know, it was so nice to meet you. That was it. So this couple months later, I used to read, well, I used to read a lot of uh, trade magazines for auditions. One was show business. It came out every Wednesday. And one was uh, backstage every Thursday. So like a couple months after I met Camille in the film, an ad came, was in the papers for a new dance show on MTV. And they said, you know, seeking young, energetic dancers. And I was like, okay. I got to go to this because it was like a no brainer. I had to, you know, um, I knew I was going to go. So I went with two friends of mine. We took the train and the bus from Queens Village, New York to the city. And I got there. Um, it was like, it was in a rehearsal space, like building type thing. And there was so many people. Oh my God, Jerome, it was like hundreds of people. And I was like, wow. So we filled out the forms, took call awards and everything. And I was waiting to get my name called and um i was getting a little antsy and i had this little pocket knife that i was playing around with at the audition and i ended up cutting myself oh my god <laughs> yeah of all things i'm like oh this is great so i went to the bathroom to try to clean it and then and, and you know stop it from bleeding and that nothing was working but i i was working on it so much because i was like how could this happen now you know it was just right out of a comedy um, sketch <laughs> and I um, I when they finally called me I went into the room and I got the, I got the, the cut to, to stop so that was good but I was still self-conscious about it so I introduced myself and then they uh, said okay well here we go and they played this song and it was the wackiest song ever I said oh my god where's new edition where's Janet Michael <laughs> somebody run DMC I was like what is this song so I, my, my hand is cut. I'm trying to find the beat to this music that I've never heard before because I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I was trying to like have some swag, but I looked more like Urkel or, on, on Family Matters or something. Oh, no. It was just a mess, you know? <laughs> so then um, you hear that sound. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, that high pitch sound. When you hear that, that's a rap. It's like you didn't get it. So I was like, oh, my God, what just happened in there? So I went outside, and my friend said, so how'd you do? And I said, man, I did good, man. <laughs> I said, I, I, think, I think they really liked me. I think I got this. But, you know, I was just, yeah, yeah. I knew I didn't get it. And it was kind of painful, man, because I really wanted to get on the show. And mind you, they didn't pick any of my friends either. None of us made it. Wow. Yeah, I got rejected, man. I was like, oh, my God. So... I kind of just went on my daily routine, and then one day I was home from school, and I turned on the TV, and Club MTV was on. It was on. So I looked at the show with a little chip on my shoulder. I'm like, let me, let me, let me check this show out. Let me see why I didn't make it, you know? So when I, when I turned on the set, um, they were featuring a dancer. Her name um, is Venus Valida. Big hair, pretty girl, um, Latina. She was doing a routine to Janet Jackson, the pleasure principal. But, okay. um, yeah, Janet. And I was like, oh my God, look at her. I was like, well, I like her already because she likes Janet and I like Janet, so she has to be cool, you know? Oh, okay, that is about it for another Club MTV cameo ending this 
show. Downtown Julie Brown signing off. Before I do that, got to say a big thank you to Venus. Thanks so much for doing Down at Jackson's Special Principal. We have some great stuff for you. Be here, same place, same time, tomorrow. So, as I said, I'm signing off. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Goodbye. God bless. and everything and, I, and she turned it out it wasn't a choreographed scene she just did her thing and then they did a little mini interview after and then they started this they went to the next uh segment when they were featuring all the dancers on the show so i'm looking i'm looking i'm like okay you know I, i'm feeling this and then they showed some people and i was like wait a second how did she, he get on that show? How did she get on that show? I'm a better dancer than they are. This was like, I just couldn't believe I didn't get on the show. And I saw people that I knew I was a better dancer than. But, you know, I just made it a mission. At that moment, I said, I'm going to get on this show. Not only am I going to get on the show, I'm going to turn it out. Everyone's going to know who I am because I need to get on this show. It was like, <laughs> I never felt so passionate about anything in my life at the time because I just couldn't believe I'm sitting home in my living room while I, they're, they're having fun on TV. I was like, I need to get there. <laughs> so at that moment, I said, I'm getting on the show. I don't care if I have to sneak in the, you know, a line or, you know, do whatever. I just, it just really caught, spoke to me. So a couple weeks after, I, uh, we, I wrote backstage, I, I got backstage in show business and then, um, the ad was back seeking dancers for a new dance show on um, MTV. And I was like, okay, I'm going back. And I said, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it. So I went to the audition. I don't know if it was at the Palladium at the time. I think it was in another rehearsal space. But um, I, I dressed up. At the time, the casting director, her name is um, Jennifer Wag or Wag. She was holding the auditions along with some others. And they played the song. And it was an R&B pop song, man. Oh, I good. <laughs> I started doing my stuff. I was so happy because I knew the song. I liked it. And I looked at Genesis' face, and her eyes started to light up. And she started moving her head back and forth to me dancing. And I was like, oh, my God. It was just an out-of-body experience. But I was so happy because, you know, um, I wanted it so bad, you know. And then... um they told me right then and there I had a call back. So I was like so excited. It was like in two days or something like that. So the day of the callback was at the Palladium in New York City. And um, I remember getting there. I wore my flyest white suit, like cut to the waist with black pants, black shoes, black shirt. And, you know, I was like so excited to be there. And then we're online outside of the Palladium. And then here comes a girl walking past us into the gates and it's Venus the girl that I saw dancing the pleasure principal I was like it's her <laughs> oh my god it's her I was like I was like crazy because I was like you know I couldn't believe that this, and she was so tiny in person on TV it really makes you look so much taller and so much bigger than life but when you see someone in person it's, it's shocking almost how you know TV can make you look so much bigger. Right. But she smiled and she walked past us. I think she was judging that night. And um, so we got in there and they broke us up into groups, um, uh, boy, girl, boy, girl, and everything. On a big piece of paper, they wrote our audition number and our last name that we had to pin on our backs. And I still have that audition, um, that audition 
thing on. I still have it to this day with my name on it. And oh, my wow. I kept it. Yeah, I know. All these years. So, you know, I have all of MTV paraphernalia. I'm a club MTV hoarder. If you, I will <laughs> take that, you know, title. Because <laughs> I didn't, I don't throw anything away. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I was paired with a girl. I forgot her name, but we had a great time. The chemistry was there. They put us all in the middle of the dance floor in different groups and everything. And it was just electric. I mean, to be in a room with people who don't, the same way you did about dance, it's just, when you have that, oh my God, it's one of the best feelings ever. So that went really well. And then they started to break us up into solos, okay? So they called some other people's names on the floor. And then all of a sudden, there's this guy that's turning it out. And it's like a spotlight came from the heavens above and came focused like just on him. Because you couldn't see anyone else. You just saw him. And then I could see everyone's eyes like gravitating towards him. And it was Lonnie, Lonnie Hughes, man. I was like, who? Who is this? Who is this guy? Like, whatever you're doing, brother, you need to stop because I need to get on this show. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh my god! I saw my, I saw my whole future like fading in front of my, in front of my eyes because Bonnie was just amazing, you know. And I was like, oh my! I said I got to do something. So when they called me out, Jerome, I channeled rerun from what's happening, pop in, lock in, Janet, Michael Jackson backspin. I did everything that I could do to get on this show because I said I got to get on this show, you know. So it was great. I had a great time, and um, they thanked us all as a group and everything. And they said, if we call you, um, you'll get on the show, and you know, and good luck to everybody. So I walked over to Venus, and I said to her, um, you know, I saw you the other day dancing to uh, Janet, um, the first principal. And she, I said, you did a great job. And she said, oh, thank you so much. And I said, well, if they call me, hopefully I'll see you again. And then she rolled her eyes. She waved her hand at me and she said, please, I'll see you Sunday. And then she walked away from me and I was like, oh my God. I was just literally like my heart's out of a race. Like, could this be? You know, I was just really excited, Jerome. And um, I said, but don't trip, brother. Just keep it cool because, you know, if they don't call you, it's going to hurt. But they called. They called. And I was so happy. And, you know, I think when you're young, you know, it's so good to really believe in yourself. Because, you know, you just need that. It really sets, you know, the direction of what your life could be when you have faith in yourself and go for something. You know, it's just, it was such a great feeling for me because I was a shy kid. I was really shy. I didn't talk as much, but I well, my, I let my dancing speak more than what I had to say because I didn't think what I had to say was that interesting, you know. Because <laughs> everyone who knows me on the show would say, oh, Ronnie, he's such a nice guy, you know. And it's not a fun. It's really who I am. I just, I just love uh, dancing. I always let that speak for more than, you know, me. It's like, I'm nervous now talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, the very first day of the, the taping, I was kind of, I was just ecstatic. I was, I saw the people I, I made it with because we honestly didn't know who made it. And then, you know, when I saw the people, some of the people auditioned with me realized, oh my God, it's so good to see you again. And then I saw Venus. She was so popular in the show. I mean, Julie really liked her a lot. And, you know, she was just so outgoing. And then I see a blonde. <laughs> I see this blonde. And I walk over to her. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, do you remember me? We went in that film together. She goes, yeah, the film that never came out. <laughs> it was wow. surreal. 
so that was a great little connection. And I felt like, okay, this is cool. You know, I, I know a couple of people here. And I was just grateful to be on the show for the entire run. I, I would say my audition was in October of 1987. From there to the very end, I was on. And um, it was always uh, an honor to get called back because during the run, we had different casting directors. Um, Jennifer Wig was the first one. Then Rob Fox was the second one. You know, may rest in peace. Um, Jerry Bullion was our third casting director. And Wendy McSwain brought it home. She was our last casting director. So, like, every time, you know, we get a call, some, some dancers didn't get a call because I guess they had a different vision of who they wanted to keep and who they wanted to bring on or, you know, new dancers and everything. Cause they were constantly auditioning from the beginning to the end. So, um, I was just grateful to um, always be asked back and I loved it. I, you know, we danced, um, two shows, two, no, two days of taping. It was a Sunday and a Monday. I've heard other people's stories, but it was, it was Sunday and Monday because okay. Sunday was the day everyone was there. We do like eight shows on Sunday, seven shows on Monday. The Monday shows, not everyone was there because, you know, people had school or work. So they would come after school or, 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 you know, whatever plans that they had for that Monday. And, uh, you know, we just do the shows and they would show it five times a week for uh, three weeks and then they'd run it again for three more weeks and during the last week of the the reruns we would film um, a new set of 15 shows and you know it was just awesome <laughs> <laughs> wow okay <laughs> yeah let's talk about your your first taping what was that like yes. well it was kind of overwhelming again because um, I was like I was really shy, you know, I didn't really talk, I wasn't that outgoing, like, I saw Lonnie, and Lonnie was like, he just knew everyone so quickly, and I, I was like, how does he do this, you know, I don't know, but <laughs> I just didn't have that ability to, 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 I wasn't outgoing in that way, I was just outgoing dancing, you know, so I literally, like, it was kind of overwhelming, but in a good way, I was just happy to be here, you know, I felt like, finally, like, years of, you know, not believing in yourself or just thinking that it's not going to work out, I made it. And it just was like, you know, this is, is an experience that nobody knows about. To be in that room, it was such a high. And Julie Brown, I was, like, in love with her for the, oh, wow. <laughs> the whole entire series, man. Every time, whenever I got an interview, I don't know if you ever she'd always call me out because you know she'd say come on man you know like but I couldn't tell her that I couldn't get you know comfortable because I was so like attracted to her <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying my best to be cool but I was not cool at all man you know not when it came to talking but I just thought she was gorgeous you know and I was like she was like a goddess to me you know and, and I was 18 19 years old because you can imagine you know I'm like I can't believe I'm here and I can't believe you know I'm talking to this, you know, fine woman. You know, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, man. You know, but uh, it was just amazing. And everyone, what uplifted me was seeing everyone just go for it. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen or, you know, where this was going to why this was going to take us to, but we enjoy the moment. Everybody, you know, whether or not they could dance, because not everyone could dance as good as others, but some people had a good fashion sense. Some people, they 
we played to our strengths and it worked, you know? And I love that it was diverse because um, it represented to me America, you know? It just was like everyone just loved dance. And I've, I've never been in a group like that until I made it on the show. You know, back in, in, in around when I grew up, there was like house parties, little parties and everything. I would always be the one that would have to start it or like, you know, <laughs> you know, no one matched my level in terms of the dance part. They just, you know, would, more people would sit back and watch me or be like, oh, wow, look at Ronnie and everything. But in a room full of people that just loved, you know, dance as much as you did, that was just great. That was absolutely just a fun time. I have nothing but fun, fond memories of uh, the show. Oh, you know, that's so was, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the perfect show for you then. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I have a lot of friends from the show that, um, that to this very day. And, uh, you know, it went on way after Clubbing to be ended. And, um, yeah, it's really a great thing. I mean, we're kind of like a group where we can't, we wouldn't see each other for like years and years and years, but once we're back together again, oh my God, it's like the, the energy, the fire's there. And, you know, we're just happy to be, in each other's presence and you know it's just so amazing it's, it's hard to really explain but you know i think if you spoke to any other dancer they would tell you the same thing and we feel like we're just back on the set again you know dancing up the storm you know with julie brown they just come around out of the wings and enjoy us because <laughs> it's just a high you know we just laughed and enjoyed life man i tell you yeah i i you know, it, it's, it's, I'm so thankful to be a part of it. And, you know, I always thought that back then, like today, it would be on MTV in some form, you know, maybe a little marathon here or there, or maybe, you know, maybe late at night. I just, it's just hard to imagine that it's not on the air. You know, did we have MTV Classic? And, you know, it's like, why isn't coming to be on there? You know, even any, any part of it, you know, I, I really, you know, believe that it should be there, you know, and um, I hope one day it, it will be, you know, it would be so awesome to go back in time, you know. Every time we had a taping, it was like the feeling you would get, you would feel on the first day of school, you know, that excitement to see everybody again and, you know, to see how some people evolved, not only um, in their fashion sense, but even their dancing ability. Some people improved as dancers, as you know, to when they first came. Um, it was just, it was just great. I had the best time ever, and I was not tired. We we would dance. I would take that suitcase all the way from Queens, you know, an hour and a half commute, just happy as ever, and then you know, dance, 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 and then to come back Monday morning for more dancing. It was like. You know, like today, you know, um, I don't know if we could all do that today. But back then, <laughs> it was amazing. We just, no one was tired. We were just happy. You know, it's a weird thing, but uh, it was so magical, man. I'm telling you. I, and every time I speak to a dancer and we talk about it, <clears throat> we say, you know, if we, you can go back, you know, just for, for one day, would you do it? <laughs> In a minute, you know? <laughs> you know, so... It's a, it's a cool feeling, man, I tell you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, yeah. so you mentioned that you joined the show towards the, I guess, the fall of, of 87. Yes. So how did you personally notice the show kind of evolve while you were on there? <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, in the beginning, um, I would say that they took a lot of chances with us. You know, the the choreographer, the first choreographer, his name was uh, Joe Lantieri, um, a talented uh, jazz um, uh, technically trained choreographer. And I remember that um, one, one show, he featured his own set of dancers on the show and he brought them down and they did a segment. But as the show evolved, um, we as dancers, as clumsy dancers, were featured when we didn't have an artist come down. And um, I, I, it, was, it, was, it started off with um, Jamal Graves. He was CNC Music Factory's choreographer. I mean, back then, oh my God, for any dancer to be down with CNC Music Factory, it was a, a, a blessing because they just tore up the dance scene with all the music, like Sweat and um, Here We Go Rock and Roll. Jamal Graves uh, did a segment with his dancers from CNC Music Factory. They did a routine to um, Gonna Make You Sweat. It was featured on the show. Okay. And he also taught, yeah, it was amazing. And he also taught one of the college tour dancers one of the routines um, from the, from CNC Music Factory. They did it to Gonna Make You Sweat. And um, um, then eventually, they hired um, Edward Morgan from the Joffrey Valet. He was our final like choreographer. And every segment, there would be, every taping rather, there would be um, um, a choreographed routine. Um, and we became featured on it, us as dancers, you know? And because in the beginning, you know, when we didn't have an artist come down, it would be just like, you know, us dancing and stuff like that. Sometimes they would have um, um, a designer, a fashion person come down and featured. They'd pick dancers to wear their suits and clothing. Eventually, not only did the designers uh, pick us, but we also did choreography to Edward's choreography with the, uh, the clothes on, which was great as well. And um, We're going to get down with our own Club MTV dancers downtown at the Palladium in New York City. As you know, Janet Jackson is out on the road for the first time ever. Well, we've got a special performance for you. Miss you much. The Club MTV dancers get down. It was a great um, progression, you know, and I, I, I just, it was just a really fun thing. And just the look of the sets changed every season. You know, um, I personally loved it when the house came up from the ground. Oh, that right. Was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, backstage, you could hear Julie Brown doing the introductions. And we were all like excited. Everyone was, because um, when the house is down, it, it actually had a mirror effect in the inside of it so people girls are still like fixing their hair <laughs> you know <laughs> fellas are like making sure they had the place and then you know just, and then the house runs up and then you know it's showtime and we it was so much fun but then eventually they stopped doing the house they you could see the house in the air but they never lowered it anymore so i don't i don't know why they did that but you know the sets changed throughout this the years and um but i liked it when the stairs from the top of the stair, uh, they got rid of that. That was, I liked it when it was more open, which was great because you can see everything better, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every one of it. I just, I just love being there, you know? Oh, that's it's awesome. Like, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> it's okay. I know I'm talking so excited to, to you, but I, I just really am happy. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, right. you got it, Joe. Yeah, so... As the show kind of started really taking off, 
you know, yeah. they would incorporate you guys into other programming on MTV. So yes. do you have any cool stories from doing other MTV shows? Well, I never was asked to do like all the, like Daytona's and stuff like that. I never uh, did any of those uh, um, events. I did a lot of uh, other events like that was not taped with Julie, um, um, special events for MTV. So I never did any like uh, uh, taped uh, events, but you know, yeah, I just kind of like felt like, you know, for me, like, because my personality is speaking, I just wasn't a big personality on the show, but my dancing, I let that speak more. So I think, you know, it took a while for me to, like, for people to get to really know me because I wasn't interviewed as much. In fact, one time, I, um, <laughs> it was crazy. I wrote my own fan letter to myself. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I wrote my own fan letter to myself. I told some dancers that years later were all we were cracking up. Yeah, I wrote my own fan letter because I'm like, listen, you know, you got to do something. I got to get seen here. I got to get, you know, noticed. So I wrote my own fan letter to myself. And then what I didn't know was that they were going to have me answer it on the, on, on, on the air. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't want that to happen. I just wanted maybe some of the others to, like, notice that I've been, I'm, someone's noticing me. I didn't know they were going to do that. But they did it. And, you know, I answered it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things you got to do. But, you know, it was it was all fun. But, I mean, yeah, I used to just do events that was not taped, you know. And um, so I don't really have many stories about, like, Daytona or any of the, um, um, you know, the other projects they did. The one thing I did do was the college tour um, okay. towards... Yeah, the end. That was a, a great time. I did it with um, Cindy, Evie, Janelle, Brandon, Freddie, David, and um, and, and myself. And uh, it, it was a great time to represent the show and, uh, <laughs> you know, dance. It was the first time we got to choreograph and put together our own show. We did so many skits. Um, I remember one skit I did, um, I did a routine to the project principal in front of a giant, huge, like, screen. It was, it was, I went in front of the screen, and I didn't look back behind me, but I matched Janet in every move she did in front of the screen. So, like, the whole audience would watch me just, you know, really just do the whole routine with Janet behind me. Um, we were, like, totally in sync, because I, I studied every, every, every routine that she did. So that was fun, and, you know, we got to interact with the, the, the ladies and the, the girls, got to interact with the guys. We, it was just a, a, a powerhouse of energy, and uh, that was a great time. Uh, we did that, and I did a lot of stuff after Club MTV, but Club MTV really um, um, gave me that um, foundation to go further, and the confidence as well. Um, I can tell you about that as well. <laughs> Down the line, if, you, if there's anything else you want to know about Club MTV. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, do, you yeah. have, <laughs> do you have any favorite artists that you got to see while you were there on the show? Oh, my. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Vanity? Oh wow! In, in yeah, 
room was mesmerized. And not only was I like in love already because I know the exact point in the song where she looked at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every artist, every female artist that sang on the show, I know when they looked at me. And even if I'm in my car driving and the song comes on the radio, I'm like, she looked at me at that moment. Yes, yes. Vanity was amazing. She, uh, so pretty. And just, she just had the room wrapped under her finger. It was like gorgeous. Um, Vanessa Williams, she sang the right stuff. I also was right in front of the stage. You know, I'm not playing around. It's Vanessa, man. You know? <laughs> and then I know the point where she looked at me again, and I, that was amazing. Um, God, Pebbles, that was great. Apollonia. The one that really did it for me was Grace Jones, okay? Mm. And I got to tell you, I, I'll, I'll never forget it. Grace Jones, she just was like bigger than life. And I remember the day they filmed it, I just got out of school and I raced from uh, um, SVA to the Palladium. SVA was on 23rd Street and the Palladium was on 13th. So I just raced down there. I got to the set. Julie looks at me and she goes, Ronnie, come here. And I'm like, I said, hey, hey, Julie, what's going on? She goes, can you go to the top of the stairs? It was this. It was the the set where we had the stairs from the, top, the second floor to the first floor. She goes, we're about to film um, this segment. And I'm like, okay. And then I didn't know what was going on, but Julie placed me on top at the very top of the stairs. And then all of a sudden, the music starts, and it's her and Grace Jones. I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? I didn't know what to do. But she interacted with each guy going down the stairs and everything. Oh, my God. It was so uplifting, that show. Everyone just felt, you felt like prettier and sexier and everything everyone just she just oozed that all over the the whole floor and it was magical man i mean <laughs> yo man that was <laughs> one of the most electrifying routines i ever saw and then you know um not, i've heard other people mention donny osmond that was great <laughs> he was like he just made us feel like we were just as famous as he was you know it was just it, he was just happy to be there so that was fun to um, see him. Then there was the Pointer Sisters. They performed on the show once. I mean, I never thought I'd ever see them in person. Donna Summer, I was right in front of the stage again. I mean, legendary. It was just really like, is this really happening right now? It just, it seems so surreal, you know, but uh, God, those, those were some of the ones that I do remember. I'm sure there's a lot more. Brenda K. Starr, she was very popular back in the day. Um, I remember Debbie Gibson came down. <laughs> you know and uh oh my god there was a cool group called pretty poison they sang a song catch me if i'm falling catch me if falling or something right. like that yeah yeah they were in the early days too at, at Clever tv and uh that was great and um oh and vogue oh my god jerome and vogue <laughs> yeah <laughs> when they came down to the, to the set that was wild because the video hold on was like so popular i remember when i was in the barbershop the first time i saw it and the tv was on like every every person in there just stopped what they were doing nobody was getting their haircut <laughs> nobody wanted their haircut <laughs> we were all focused on the tv screen because the song was great they looked amazing You know, that was a uh, thrill to see them up close. LL came down, um, Salt and Pepper, every time they came down, they turned it out. And um, 
and, and Rick Ashley, he was actually, you know, he was, he wasn't as like, yeah, he was really standoffish a little, but back then they were running his shows like crazy and we loved dancing to, together forever. And, um, never going to give you up. I think that was the other one. Yeah. So that was fun as well. And, uh, God, there's, I know I'm leaving somebody out. I didn't, I was not there when Kim Sims performed because I was in school, but I'll, t I'll tell you about that story with her later. You know, um, but I, I was like, I wish I was there because I could have met her that that day. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I did meet her later on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I I know after I speak to you, I'm gonna remember so many more of the artists that you know don't come to mind. I was there with the Dead Milkman. I was there too. I was. I've heard other people talk about it, but yeah, yeah. Was, uh, we've covered time. that a lot. <laughs> yes, everyone seems to remember that. Yeah, but. Yeah, that was like, you know, unfortunately a bug kill, but you know, we just bounced back and then uh just it went on, you know. And I remember the new kids on the block performed. That's when they just had the right stuff. That was a big time. Um, um kids on the block and I uh, um another bad creation. That was new additions kind of like uh mini it was a, like a if you uh look them up, I think they they had they were very popular back then. I remember them. And oh my God, I'm gonna forget somebody because I, I I I know there's so much more that I'm missing, you know. But um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got it. I think I think Crystal Waters might have performed. Oh yeah, Gypsy Woman. Yeah. Yeah, and um, a CC Patterson. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Who I met later on too, and Crystal Waters as well. You know, so uh, yeah, man, those were great times, man. I think over there, as the show went on. The, the acts were more um, um, like house, like, you know, stuff that they didn't have in the beginning. They, they definitely evolved in their music choices as the show went on um, throughout the years. You know, sometimes it was very like, you know, bubblegum a little bit, but then it was getting funky as the time went on. And even just the, 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 the dancers, everybody, you know, um, it was it was. It was a great evolution. It was kind of more innocent in the beginning. <laughs> then it was right. like a real club. You know, you know, people were turning it out. There would be a lot, the, the, the more exciting parts were, you know, it, was, it would be unplanned, but there'd be a circle at the back of the room and people would jump in and do their thing, you know, and represent. And we'd all cheer each other on, you know. Those 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 uh, moments that were like improvised were one of the most fun moments when you didn't know what was going to happen. I never forget one show we did. It was so funny when Julie was on the outside of the house as they lifted it up. Every dancer fell to the ground, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we just stopped. We didn't do anything. But she went along with it, and then she introduced the first song. And we all got up from the floor and we started dancing. We just wanted to see what was going to happen. <laughs> I need yeah, to was, find that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember everybody was like, it started from the front. It was like, okay, when the house goes up, don't dance. Just everyone fall to the floor. And then we looked at each other. Everyone was like, it was 150 of us dancers. And we were like, okay. And I think some of us were nervous because we didn't know what would happen. But everyone started laughing. Even Julie, you know, she was just like, she just went with it. And she introduced the <laughs> song. And yeah, it was fun. We had so much fun, man. I tell you, Jerome. I'll never forget those times as long as I live, you know? Huh. And, um, yeah, I just have a love for the show. Um, yeah. So, uh, any, yeah, 
I got more information if you want it. You want to know? Of course, yeah. So you mentioned that you did the college tours. Did you get to do any of the concert tours? Okay, not the concert tours. No, I went to. I I, we all went as dancers to support. At the time, I believe it was. um, Let me see, Jose, Maria Lisa, RJ, and Adele. We went to uh, Jersey. It was, they were performing at a, um, a venue in Jersey. And um, it was great to see them up there, you know. And I remember looking at them, and they all looked skinnier. I was like, God, you must be doing a lot of running bands or something like that. Everyone looked like five pounds thinner, you know. But I didn't do any of the tours. I just did more things that um, um, uh, on the show... MTV related, but not anything on a grand scale like a tour. I, I, I never was asked to do that, which was fine with me because, uh, you know, every taping, I was, I made sure that the camera got me. You know, I definitely came there to, to throw down, you know. Oh, I was absolutely. almost surprised I wasn't on those things because I just had so much energy and I, I, I just love to dance, even to this day. I mean, I you know, time has passed, but I still got it. You know, I know I do. I, 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 teach, yeah, yeah. I teach Zumba now. I've been doing that for um, the last 10 years. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun way. I can tell you how that connection happened. It was kind of doing club and TV in a way. And, um, you know, yeah, so, I, yeah, but I wish I had more to tell you about the, the, the big tours. I never, I never did any of those at all. I did a couple of music videos through MTV. One was called The Cookie. Cookie Crew, Born This Way. It's on YouTube. There's a lot of us in there. Uh, we were asked to come down. Pat Pot Freddy was uh, directing that. And um, we, uh, it's like a party scene in a brownstone in Brooklyn. And uh, <laughs> you can see us there because I think some of us, we don't really fit the idea of like a house party in Brooklyn, you know, some of the way some people looked and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> you can tell who the closest he because <laughs> he was like, you know, kind of homeboy looking and then us, you know. But uh, I wore a gray shirt and a gray pants and I had a flat top. And the camera kind of found me a couple of times. That was fun. And, um, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I just did. A, I did a lot of stuff with Julie um, outside of it, but nothing on a tour level, you know. So, okay. yeah, I mean, but somebody, somebody will tell you. Somebody who went on those will definitely have stories to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Of the choreographed routines that you did, do you have a favorite yeah. that stands out? Yes, I do. Other than "Miss You Much," because that was the first one. Um, we did a routine to get busy by Mr. Lee and Wendy McSwain. She, uh, came, approached me one day and said, you know, do you want to do a, a, a choreograph routine? And I was like, cause I never really thought of myself as a choreographer. I, I love taking class and I love learning. I've learned from a lot of great choreographers, but some of the stuff that they think that comes into their mind, it's like, wow, like, it's amazing. I was like, it would take me days to think of that, but I could throw some stuff together, and I did that um, um, to Mr. Lee's Get Busy. I uh, asked uh, girls with Janelle, Rosie, Jackie, David, um, David Anthony, um, Freddie, myself, and Angel Ortiz, who, God rest, rest in peace, he just passed. And, oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, he was an amazing, amazing dancer, uh, martial arts instructor, fitness instructor. He was just incredible. Um, yeah, that was a fun routine because uh, he got to just do our thing, you know, and, and represent. It was We had so much fun doing it. And that routine was also um, adjusted to, to our college tour where Cindy, Evie, Janelle, um, Freddie, Brandon, and myself, and, and David, when um, David was our alternate dancer, when one of us could make it, but we, we changed the routine to fit six. That was originally for seven. That was great. Um, we had so much fun. <laughs> okay, listen, Ronnie, well, a couple of songs back. You, excuse me, I've gone blonde, as you can see. Um, you choreographed the dance routine up there, yeah? Is that what you're into now? Well, yeah, I like doing it. Um, I had a great time help with the, all the dances. We had a great time doing it. Today. You got some serious moves. Come on, Ronnie, lighten up. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm always like this. I don't know why. No, you're not. You're normally always pumping. So pump up right now to Heavy D and the boys. Now that we found love, it's a great song. We did another routine to uh, that David and Janelle Coy after uh, Now That We Found Love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you heard about that one a couple of times. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I actually have it, too. But it's on a VHS tape. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> you got it, you got it. I'm trying to get a transfer, man. I'm trying to. I actually have a lot of tape. I can't. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He really, like, you know, we really appreciated him because, uh, you know, when to, to work with him was just great. And you saw he brought out the best in everybody. Everyone just wanted to be better. And uh, that was great. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, so while you were on the show, towards, like, 91, 92, yeah. did you start to feel like maybe the show was running out of steam or did you have like any inkling it was coming to an end or 
That's a great question. You know, I still enjoy doing it. For me, what changed for me personally was like all the relationships I had with so many dancers who weren't on the show anymore. You know, um, um, I saw the, the, the show. It, it was changing. And there was like a handful of us from back in the day that I remember still being there, but there were so many dancers that weren't on the show anymore. And I would have moments where I would look over and remember them there and, you know, knowing that they're not there and wondering what they're up to now and stuff like that. So I felt the show was still strong. I just felt like for me, it was, it was just a different experience because everyone that I got so gotten, gotten to know over the years and, you know, um, were gone. Everybody was gone. And, you know, it just was like, it was, it, I felt it changing, but I was still open to the change because I love dancing that much. I mean, you know, it did, it didn't um, change the experience for me. I just missed all, all, it was like family was gone, you know, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, because it, it just, you were so excited to see people that you've grown to care for and love and everything. And when they weren't there anymore, it just felt different. But I still, you know, um, um, believe that it could, it still was strong. It was just a different show for me, you know, that's all. But, uh, yeah, it, it still had fire, you know, and um, I, I, I just loved dancing. I, it was just just the best times. And for me, it was like an escape because I was I was still in college at the School of Visual Arts. And um, after tests and everything and art classes, it was just a great way to just put everything aside for two days and just dance and just have fun and enjoy life, you know. It's part of being young and being um, um, inspired. Because it really inspired me, and uh, you know, I started getting a little famous around school, around <laughs> my uh, <laughs> hometown. You know, walking down the street, someone was like, "Yo, that's you from MTV, right? Yo, man, I see you. You be housing it up, man." You know, I'm oh, like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. So I didn't feel it was losing steam. I just felt that it just felt different. And I think for me, it just was that everyone I knew was gone that that's that's what it was that's that's the change i would say for me but i i still loved it i, I just was happy to be there yeah it, it does seem like there was only a handful of you that had been on for so long that were still there yeah. at the end yeah yes oh yeah camille was still there i was still there um janelle um some, a lot of some other dancers too but there's so many that were gone and I think when you speak to a lot of them they'll tell you when they left you know even Vinny was popular as well He, I remember when he left Lonnie was gone yeah I mean Lonnie I started with you know so it was weird to not have him there after every taping you know no one knew this but Lonnie and I would talk for like two hours on the phone and it's funny because we didn't really spend time on the show because there were so many of us you know so many groups but we always talked and said, so how did you think? What did you think? Did you have a good time? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we just would just talk for, you for two hours after every taping. And, um, you know, not seeing him there was weird. It was like, oh, my God, like, you know, where's everybody? I, I used to dance with a crew called the Clementine Du Posse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we, yeah, we were dancers that, you know, we didn't get featured all the time, so we kind of made each other feel special. And uh, it was a cool group of dancers and we just had fun they were all gone everybody was gone i was the last one there 
So, you know, it, it was it was different for me in that sense, but I felt the show still had power, you know. But, uh, you know, it, it was by then, eventually, uh, it stopped. And it was kind of sudden and abrupt. Right. You know, it felt, yeah, it didn't really... I still don't know that story of how or why, you know. I just know that we all... We weren't really surprised, but at the same time, we were. Like, we just didn't think it was just going to stop the way it did. It was really, like, a <clears throat> unexpected type of thing, you know? And um, I don't know. That that was wild to me. But I was, you know, sad that we didn't really get an official goodbye. You know, we just kind of disappeared. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But the last event that we did, uh, one of the last events we did before I finally ended, um, we did a fashion show. I think Janelle told you about it. It was a Robert Stock fashion show. Edward choreographed it. It was all of us as dancers um, on the stage doing modeling and doing dance routines. And uh, that was one of the last times we were all together. It's crazy. It's like from 92 till years later after Facebook. Facebook was, was the, the key that got us all together again, you know? And um, I kept in touch with a lot of uh, dancers after Club TV ended. Um, I know Stu, you, you spoke to Stuart um, the, the other, um, earlier. Mm-hmm. He and I, we, used to, we were both from Queens Village, so he would uh, pick me up in his convertible, this blue convertible that I, I don't know how we made it to the city because you could see the floor from the, the inside. Like, you, you could look, if you oh, look no. down... <laughs> I thought that, man, I thought that we'd have to hold it like the Flintstones that run with the car, you know, because that's, <laughs> God bless Dewey and that, that convertible, man, but it made it <laughs> to the city, yeah, you know, yeah, when he, he wasn't there anymore, and, you know, and just everyone, I kind of really grew close to, um, just, uh, a lot of people that I got to gotten to know, even the people I didn't know as well, the fact that they weren't there anymore, it just made the experience different for me personally. That's that's kind of like what I mean, you know. So, it, when I got the word that it ended, it wasn't surprising, but it just wasn't. I wasn't expected expecting it that to happen the way that it did. I thought that maybe we get like the final show with maybe our party or cast like an ending or something it was none of that it just stopped mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that, okay. that was weird and i would imagine at that point you probably didn't have any interest in the grind or anything like that yeah i didn't because you know i felt that um you know this is club and tv this is like you know, I knew that it was on a smaller scale. I knew Julie wasn't going to be there. So that was, that would just totally not work for me. I just couldn't imagine doing a show without, without, with her not there. I just was like, and I felt that I was on the show pretty much the full run. So now it's time for new people to be noticed, you know, and let them shine now. And um, some dancers did go to the grind. I think dancers who weren't as, you know, popular on club and TV, they, they were seen, but, you know, they didn't get a lot of interviews or anything. Maybe now, let maybe they could be the stars of this next show, you know? It, but I just felt like I, everything I needed to get from a dance show was here. 
I didn't need to go to another one that I felt wasn't on the level as Clubman TV. So that's why I didn't go. You know, it was nothing like, because like, I, I, I don't feel like I'm all that. It wasn't really coming from there. It was like, you know, pass the torch on to a new group of people, you know, maybe younger or whatever. Let them have their moment. So I, I was glad to, to, you know, not go. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone I knew that, you know, we were pretty much on the same page. Um, no one wanted to go to the grind, at least the people that I spoke to, and, you know. But, yeah, I just felt like, you know, it, there's a feeling of... Uh, it's incomplete when you think about the end of the show and everything, especially now, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it feels like we're not even here, you know, and we were such a big part of MTV. We were on five days, five, five, no, four times a day, like Monday to Friday, you know, it was early in the morning and then around before noon and then the evening and night. I mean, oh my God, we were such a big part of this show. And, uh, you know, I just feel that, why can't we have a marathon, like, you know, at night or something, or even once a week? I, I think at this point, we would take anything. Um, you know, every dancer I know that was on there, it, it's like, we all feel the same way, you know? A lot of us are kids now, families. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> someone there, kids? Look at daddy, look at mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and running man pants and boosties and all that stuff. It, 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 uh, it's wild. And I don't know. I'm always hopeful that it will air again. I remember years ago, VH1 did play a, a marathon of Corbin TV. It was a couple of shows. And I taped it, actually. And, uh, you know, it was only at one time. And it never happened again. And I, you know, I'm always hopeful that someone over there can uh, make it happen. You're making it happen. I mean, you, you, what you're doing is is more than anyone has done. Uh, and, you know, that's why we're just like so thankful to you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um... Well, let's hope, yeah, that they realize what they had in the show, so... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, um... I wanted to kind of give you like a little information about my connections with Clubman TV after. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. So, yeah, I literally, like, after Clubman TV ended, um, Tim Sims um, was uh, my, my friend at, um, dance partner at the time was Michael K. Williams. He's a big actor now. Right. The yeah. Wire and yeah. all that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there you go. Michael K. Williams. He was uh, really in the scene dancing and um i met him through a project and then he asked me if i was interested in dancing for um uh, this artist named kim sims and I, and I was like oh yeah I, I said sure why not i said i don't know her though and it was weird weird to me knowing that she was on club tv but i wasn't there the day she came i literally came later on that afternoon so i listened to her music loved it loved the choreography i met her and then she, we hit it off she loved me and, and Mike, and we uh, toured with her for like over a year, which was awesome. And then um, we also toured with uh, Gwen Stewart. If you don't know her name, you know her voice, because she was in the original cast of Rent. She sang Seasons of Love, the high note. The oh, okay. High note. Yeah. Yes. 
Gwen Stewart is her name. Her stage name was Ayana. So I was dancing for Miss Mike with Kim and um, Gwen at the same time. We would alternate shows whenever they had shows. So that was pretty exciting. And then, you know, um, eventually I danced with Mike and two other guys for Yaki K, Technotronic. Uh, pump up the jam, pump it up. Right, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, so I, I went on to do that, and um, it was great. It was a great time. I mean, we, we, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. And from there, my story is similar to Monica's. Um, I started on Loving as an extra, and then they ended up give, giving me a role because they liked me. So I was on Loving for like two years, and uh, that was a great time. I did Another World. I, um, um, and then Edward Morgan, I kept in touch with him um, outside, you know, after the club and TV, and he uh, was throwing auditions together for Star Search, and he put me in a group, and we made it on the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We made it on the show, and also another group, uh, TNT, they're the twins, Torrance and Torino Harvey, along mm -hmm. with Sarah Brown. Yeah, we both all made it on Star Search through Edward Morgan. And uh, that was a great time. We had so much fun. Unfortunately, we both didn't win, but, you know, we, we definitely represented, and uh, that was great. And then after that, you know, just in the scene, uh, auditioning, taking classes, I uh, got an opportunity to be in a pop group called Jocker Ronda. Oh, right. I meant to ask you about that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Jackie Seabird, also a clarity dancer, was the lead in the group so I did that with her for about a year and uh, that was a great time as well you know I mean the music industry is tough but you know we definitely did our thing and represented and everything and after Club and TV I kind of got thrown into the bar mitzvah industry that's where I kept up with a lot of MTV dancers because we were all kind of pushed into it as Club MTV dancers and then when the show ended we were MTV dancers by then we all made names for ourselves in the industry. So I did that for years, just dancing at events, corporate events, you know, bar mitzvahs, everything. I think Evie and Sydney might have mentioned that as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it was a big, big, it still is a big business. And um, it was a great way to still be together with dancers from the show and, um, and to just dance. Except this time we were at events rather than on, on, the, on the show, you know. So that was a big part of my life as well. And, um, I did a film called Buoyancy. I sent you the link, Moselle Miley Bailey. She's a, um, <laughs> a film, <laughs> she has her own film company. She's a director, she's a writer. That was great. And I was so honored that she asked me to be in it and do some little choreography in it. I designed the poster and that was great. And um, also I did work, I did some graphic work with two uh, former clubs of dancers, Demis Mercado. Um, I did uh, some album covers with her, and I did some work for Carol Piedreo. She went on to work at MTV as well. And uh, so it's kind of funny how it's all connected, you know, the whole MTV journey and the arts and everything. It was just a great time. I had so much fun. And, I, you know, they're, they're all dear to me, every dancer on the show, even people that I, I didn't know well. The fact that they were on it, um, you know, I think the fact that we were on it makes us special. We were picked for a reason. However, we got on the show, you know, um, it was just a great time, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, 
Yeah, and later, after after Facebook, Camille had a party. She invited us to her house in, uh, in, in California, and it was a great reunion. It was a 70s party. Julie Brown was there. I hadn't seen her in years. All the, a lot of dancers. And then Sally, Sally McIntyre Powers said to me, you know, Ronnie, you would really be a great Zoom instructor. And I'm like, well, what is that? And she goes, you don't know what it is. It's this new workout craze. It's like Latin inspired. And I said, well, I'll look it up. I don't know. I'll see what, <laughs> what it's about. And she said, I really think you'd be great. I said, well, thanks. So I looked it up, went to a certification, and I was, I've been doing that for the last, oh, my God, 12 years. So, yeah, I'm still dancing now. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that <Ever>. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was definitely, you know, the whole MTV journey for me. I have nothing but fond memories. And um, um, I'm, it's just a great time. And all the dancers, they mean a lot to me. You know, I, I'm always in touch with some here and there. And, um, you know, it's just it's just great. And I've, I've spoke, I'm going to give you some names too later of people who, who actually want to talk to you as well, who would love to talk to you, you know, like, you know, how they got on in their journeys and everything. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool. <laughs> All right. So I have my last set of questions that I usually do to wrap up towards the end. Yeah. All right. So we see what MTV's been doing with their real world reunion show and they're doing a challenge reunion show. If they decided to do like a proper club MTV reunion show, would you do it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Yo, I got my suit ready. It's ready already, man. But just like, you know, when that happens, I'm in that suit. I'm ready. I'm there. Okay? I'm ready to go down. Uh, I hope yeah. they're listening because that would be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks. Thank you so much, Jerome. Uh, yeah, I would, I would do it in a heartbeat. I tell you, when we all get together, and I remember that time after they had that uh, little... It was like a Club MTV special that wasn't really representative of Club MTV. We had a Zoom meeting, and that's when I first met you, along with some other dancers. Right. When we get together, yeah, when we get together, Jerome, it's like we're, we're just so uplifted. It's, it's a great, fun ex experience. And, uh, you know, we all look at each other so, like, intensely, like, oh, my God, how are you? How, are you, how have you been? It's like, you know, we just have so much energy. Because uh, only we know what that experience was like. And, you know, seeing each other again, even if it's just to sit and talk. I just, in fact, the other day I met Carol. She came to my gym. Um, and uh, it was, I haven't seen her in like a few years. But we just, you know, picked up where we left off. And we were just so happy to see each other. I speak to a lot of dancers here and there when I can. Damaris, uh, Brandon, Janelle. Um, and uh, Stewie, you know, and uh, it's just, I, I just really care for everybody, you know. It was, I, I'll never forget it, ever, you know. It was just so much fun. <laughs> oh, right on. Okay, yeah. and then what do you have to say to fans of the show, either 
fans that watched back in the day and still keep up with it, or new fans that have come to the show via the YouTube channel? Well, I want to say thank you for my heart. I mean, I feel that the show represented togetherness, diversity. It was uplifting. Um, it was just a great time. And, you know, and it also, it represented faith in, in yourself and to believe in yourself. It just, all those good things. And, you know, if anybody hits the page on YouTube and watches a segment or so, I thank you for that. If you leave a comment, I thank you for that. If you dig up Jerome, I thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just all around. It's just love. That's all it is, you know? And, um, you know, I hope that I can say this is to be continued, this journey, because I don't, you know, I don't feel that it should be over. It should go on in some form, you know? <laughs> agreed, agreed. Yes, amen to that. All right, and the last question, this is the tough one. Okay. What was your favorite song to dance to on Club MTV? Oh my God, that's a good one because I got so many. <laughs> <laughs> can I give you? Can I give you two? Oh, go for it. All right. Well, I love dancing to anything Janet. I, I would pick Rhythm Nation because uh, I love that woman. That's I, when I met her in person. It was the most amazing part moment in my life. Okay? Wait, wait, wait! Yeah, you so. have to tell me how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I she her her, her album The Velvet Ropes. Do you remember that one? I think it was after Janet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was The Velvet Rope. She was coming to New York City to sign anyone who bought her album um, um, like the day or two or a couple days before. So you got a ticket when you bought it, and you had to come back and wait on this line. Now me. Of course, I dressed in all black. I wore my Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation tour jacket. I wore a black hat. You know, I was decked down all Janet because I was like so excited to meet her. And, you know, I thought I was going to be, you know, maybe 50 people and whatever. It was hundreds of people. When I got to the corner, I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. Get out of here, people. I'm here. <laughs> but um, I waited online. And she was there. Her hair was in the red kind of uh, hairstyle with the twist or something like that. She was rocking that album. And um, I went online and I finally got up to, to see her. And uh, I went over to her and I said, hey, Jan. <laughs> 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 like we go back way. In the oh, back. Wow. She looked at me like I was, yeah, she looked at me like I was crazy for a second. <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, I told her how much she meant to me how much she inspired me and she smiled she gave me the serious smile ever and said thank you so much and she signed my thing I got my camera I took a picture of her and back then you know you didn't have the camera phone so you could see it right away you had to actually go in the store to get it developed and you're praying to God that it came out oh my God it came out it was beautiful and it was just a great moment for me because I never thought I would ever be that close to her it's funny because a lot of dancers that I've worked with ended up Tours with her, so they know her way more than I do. But I just was so honored and, and, and grateful to meet her at that moment. That was just a great time. And, uh, 
you know, and also back to this day, Tim Sims, I'm still in touch with, and Yakin K, you know, Tim Sims, she, you brought her to tears, man, when you posted that. You really did. She was, she's never seen it. I, I don't think she ever has. She couldn't believe that it was there, you know, um, her actually, the show. And I, I, it was a first for me too, because I missed that one myself. And, uh, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, meeting Janet was so great. And, um, you know, I'll never forget it. God, I could talk to, to you for like hours. I mean, God, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, I don't, after this call, I'm going to say, oh my God, I forgot this. I forgot that. But oh, one thing I want to throw, throw out there is that when we did the rehearsal to miss you much, um, we rehearsed that uh, uh, rehearsal space on 50th and 8th. It was Phil Black Dance Studio. And that's where I met Jennifer Lopez. And I was friends with her for a while. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. I took the, I took, I was never on her level dance wise. She was more trained than I was, but she was always so sweet to me. She was so nice and so friendly and everything. And, um, I remember the last time I saw her in person, she just started her second season on Living Color. And she saw me. She was in a restaurant. I was walking down the street with some friends and she saw me. She looked at her, the person she was with and said, hold on for one second. She came out of the restaurant and gave me a big hug. And that's the last time I saw her. I was like, oh my God. She was famous to me then on the living color. I didn't know where her career was going to go. I mean, it's, it's absolutely mind blowing, but. Also, fun memories of uh, being a dancer in New York, man. You know, um, everyone I know was driven and just eager to learn. You know, we were always body conscious. We wanted to stay fit. You know, uh, healthy and, and just training and, and auditioning. It was just an uplifting uh, time to be a dancer in New York. It was so much fun, man. I'll tell you. Oh, that's <laughs> wild. All right, yeah. and what was the other song? Yes, okay, so Janet was the one, and I would pick, uh, God, it would be, it would be Get Busy by Mr. Reed, because after we see it, <laughs> it would be Get Busy, yeah, it would be that one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun dancing to that, because that was, not only like, it made you move, it had a house beat to it. And I remember, we didn't get a lot of those songs on the show, but whenever it came on, people just turned up. You know, it was like, it was it was like, okay, let's bring it. Oh, and I, I have another one. Now That We Found Love, that was great. Heavy D, oh my God. <laughs> There's many more, but if I keep going on, I'm drunk. We're never going to get off the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you here until like the next hour, because there's so many songs. But those are the three that I remember I really like dancing to. And C.C. Peniston, you know, finally... You know, uh, you know, Crystal Waters, uh, 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 Homeless, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, Ronnie, it was awesome to finally get to chat with you. Yes, Jerome, it was the best time ever. I thank you so much. It was a pleasure, man. And that was my chat with Ronnie Davidson. That was a blast, and I've got a feeling he'll probably be back on the podcast again in the very near future. 
I feel like he's still got a ton of stories to tell, both from his time on the show and through his experiences in the dance world. So if you want to go ahead and follow the podcast on social media, you'll find links to the Instagram and Twitter in the show notes. If you want to follow me, you'll find links to my Instagram and Twitter in the show notes as well, too. Um, Also, please check out the Club MTV Fan Page YouTube channel, where we have over 15,000 subscribers now, over a thousand videos, and yeah, just trying to get the word out there and spread more of that Club MTV goodness out in the world. It seems like everyone is... uh, kind of excited for a bit of nostalgia and feel-good content and where better than to go watch some Club MTV. All right, and because Ronnie is such a huge Janet fan, we're gonna close out with Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty herself, and a bit of Rhythm Nation. See you next week.